Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 42 of Journey to Organization. I'm Rebecca Saltzman from Balagan Be Gone. And unfortunately, today is going to be a really, really quick um, episode. I, Baruch Hashem, am super busy, but I didn't want to leave ladies with nothing this week. I get so many phone calls saying, I missed you, or... Uh, did you post this week? I'm waiting. Or last week, I apologize. There was some sort of error with the recording. And so many ladies called me to tell me. And by the way, I love when you call me to tell me, even if you're like the 25th person to tell me, because last week I got so many voicemails. And I love it because then I know you're all listening and eagerly waiting for me. And it makes me feel really, really good and happy. <laughs> so if feeds my ego a little bit, uh, but it also lets me know that I'm not talking to myself for an hour every week. So if you don't have any questions, that's okay, but I really do love it if you call me to tell me there's an issue because then I really know that there's people listening to me. So that makes me feel like I'm not, again, talking to myself, but also not giving an hour of my time that nobody's listening to. And um, I, so I appreciate all the calls and they made me feel really, really happy. I was so surprised to hear I had like 45 voicemails this week. That was a really, really nice feeling. Um, so today what I want to talk to you about quickly is um, I think a lot of times people call me and they say to me, I just don't have the time to organize. And... You, it's like I always say, you have to make the time to organize, uh, but also I think it's not just about making the time per se, it's about understanding that organization really, really does take time. So this week I want to challenge everybody. I want to challenge you to spend 30 minutes every day from now until next week and I want you to, to go into each room in your home and select five items every day that you can get rid of. And keep a list, and depending on how many rooms you have, most of you probably have five rooms. That's 35 pieces um, for... Let's see, I have to do the math. 35 pieces, right? For seven days, yeah, 35 pieces. Um, 35 pieces times seven days equals 245 items out of your home. And that's a lot of things. And I bet you could probably get more than five items in each room. If you really wanted to challenge yourself, you could get 10 items from each room. So uh 10 times 7 is 70 and 7 times 7 is what 48 right 7 times 70 times 7 days right 7 days right 490 objects so if you wanted to get um 10 items even in 30 minutes from each room you totally could get the kids involved have them give you five, 10 items every day from their room. Um, five is good, easy, a little bit easier for kids. They can, and it could be dumb stuff. It could be, you know, the broken ponytail holder. It can be the broken toy, whatever it is. Five items from each room, 30 minutes every day. I think that it will be a huge, 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 huge thing for you. Um, 
you know, five things from your living room, five books that you're not using anymore every day. And if you wanted to just go ahead and do it for the whole week one time, that's fine. But the point is, is to spread it out, you know, uh, just to give you like a 30 minute pickup and just get rid of it. Put it in your car and take it to the Goodwill or wherever you're going to take it and just get it out of your house. You can put it in the recycling bin. That's great too. But just get it out of your house. And what I really want to say is that while I'm telling, giving you guys this mini challenge and I really want to know how all of you do so you can call me and tell me if you get, uh, you know, however many pieces you end up doing, either five, um, five, right? Or so, so if you do five items for each room, like, you know, if you get 245 items, whatever, however many items you're going to get, like, I want to know, and I want you to tell me, call me and just leave me a number on my voicemail. Say, I got 245 items, say I got 490 items, say I got 1,000 items, whatever it is, tell me how many items you got this week and keep a tally. It's really important and I think it will help you with your progress. The average American household has 300,000 objects in it. That's a lot of objects and it's a lot of stuff. But what I really want you to focus on when we're decluttering and a lot of times people know that they don't want something but they don't want to just throw it in the garbage which is commendable so they leave it because they don't know what else to do with it and so find a place to recycle find a place to donate and make a plan for where all your cast offs are going to go but what i really 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 want you to do is focus on not bringing those items back into your house what do i mean I don't mean those specific items. What I mean is, I don't want you to say, oh, I just got rid of 245 items or 490 items, whatever the amount is. I don't want you to, to say, okay, I just got rid of X number of stuff. Now I can go shopping and buy new stuff. This is not the point of this challenge at all. The point of this challenge is to minimize, to get on with having less and to not accumulate more stuff. I don't want you to accumulate anymore. It's enough. You have enough. You have everything you need in your house. There isn't one of us among us in this group listening today who doesn't have every single thing that they need. They might not have everything that they want, but by God's glory, we have everything that we need. And for those of us who don't actually have what we need, let's talk about if that's really a need, if there's something else that we can use to supplement, and, or, or if, it's real, and if, if it's really a need, or if it's just a want. Because sometimes I think we get the two of those things mixed up. There are people probably who do have genuine needs. I need more money, or I need a bigger house, or I need a bigger car. Maybe that's true, but for overall, for most things, when we go shopping, we're not buying because we need something. We buy it because we want something. And I think that I know Schiffer called me a few weeks ago and said, you know, what if I only have money for carrots, but I really need a lip balm? Well, if you only have money for the carrots and you really need a lip balm, I bet you, you could go into your kitchen and find something that can substitute as a lip balm. If you have coconut oil, if you have olive oil, you can use those as a moisturizer on your skin, on your whole body. It's about being creative and using things to their maximum capability and capacity. Oil, 
first of all, a lot of you have listened for a long time and you know how much I love coconut oil. It is amazing. My son has like some sort of um, topical like uh, dermatitis on his skin and I took him to the dermatologist and she has no idea what it is and she prescribed this steroid and that cream and he should wash with this expensive soap. And I'm like, no, we are not doing that. Every night I've been rubbing coconut oil on his eye and Baruch Hashem, it's so much better. It's crazy. Even in just one night, it looks so much different when he woke up in the morning. I'm not saying that coconut oil is the cure for everything. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is, if you have chapped lips, go into your um, kitchen and be creative. You know, in the summer, I have an olive tree. And most of the time, the olives just sit on the branch and fall off and make a huge mess all over my yard because I have no idea how to harvest them or what to do with them once I harvest. But what I do do is I take the olive off the tree and I squeeze the olive and I take the oil and I rub it all over my face every night because it smells so delicious and like all the olives are going to go in the trash anyways. And I, or I'm just going to sweep them up and push them in the composter. And I take that one olive down every, every night or every other night. And I just rub it on my skin and and then I come inside the house and go to sleep. And <laughs> it's, it's really about being resourceful. We are conditioned to buy different products for different needs all the time. You need a special cleaner for the glass and a special cleaner for the wood and a special cleaner for the floor and a special cleaner for the ceramic and a special cleaner for the tiles and a special cleaner for the shower head and one for the toilet. When really, you don't need that. I mean, yes, it's true on wood. You would want to have something that's a little more nourishing than vinegar, so maybe an oil. But for most of what you clean in the bathroom, you could use vinegar. And you don't need a special cleaner for every single thing. And it's just marketing. Now, there are some cleaners that are better at doing jobs than other cleaners. I will definitely admit that. But the point is, is we are conditioned to think that yes, we need special for this and special for that and blah, 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 blah. Why? Why do we need it? Pour some vinegar in and a little bit of baking soda. You'll get a nice chemical reaction. It'll clean all the way up to the top. Take your toilet brush and scrub it around. Wipe down the seat with a, you know, a rag and some vinegar and vinegar will disinfect it just the same exact way. It costs so much less and it's just as easy to use. Just put it in a spray bottle. It's not challenging or difficult or hard, but yet we're always looking for what we could spend more and more money on. And I will admit that I am oftentimes captivated by, captivated by the consumerism of purchasing and how great it feels to know that I've made a purchase that's so good for my family, that I've purchased better laundry detergent or better toilet cleaner or whatever. I'm not saying that I'm immune to it. All I'm saying is, is we have to be more mindful when we shop and about what we bring into our homes. And um, I, don't, I don't know how many of you know this, but in Israel, in a lot of the old apartments, a lot of the doors, especially children's doors, have glass panels in them. And I find this completely irritating and annoying because, I mean, when you turn on the bathroom light in the middle of the night, <laughs> all the rooms light up and I don't know to me it's irritating to my kids it's irritating so what I had done was 
I had been looking for like things I could buy that would fit over the glass and it was so irritating and annoying until I realized I could make it for pretty cheap with an old yoga mat. And I got an old yoga mat from a yoga teacher that I knew for free. And I had like a load of paint in the house and my daughter and I painted like this scene of like the sky at night with, a, with sponges and the leftover paint that we had and we hung it up on the wall and now it blocks all the light and she has this beautiful picture on it and I didn't have to spend any money on it. I had all the supplies already in the house and we're doing that again um, with another old yoga mat that um, I found and it's a great way for us to spend time together and do an art project and this time instead of doing the cosmos we're doing a mandala style pattern and it's really 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 fun for us and the two of us do it like a little bit every night and she looks forward to it and we spend time and we chat and it costs me nothing and i gain time with my child so i guess my point is is that we can always find the solution and we have what we need most of the time at our fingertips and if we don't have it we have a friend who can help us all we have to do is ask i went to a client this week and i i went and we were focusing on her bedroom and uh she she asked me though can we go look in the kitchen and can you give us some solutions in the kitchen and right away, the first solution that I saw was that she had bags that were like of open pasta and lentils and rice or whatever. And she didn't have a problem with bugs. But what she did have a problem was that you open the cabinets and let me know if this is you. She opened up the cabinets and all the packages kept like crashing down on her. And so I said to her, if you can buy this stuff in bulk, please buy it, bring a bag and pour it into a container. But I said, um, a lot of the sugar here, there's a brand of sugar that they sell here in Israel that comes in a plastic uh, container. And it's not a great shape, but I saw that she used it. So I said to her, I'm like, the next few times you buy sugar, buy them in the plastic container and you can reuse the container. I said, it's better if you can buy something in glass and reuse the glass. Um, and she has a baby who's still using formula. And I said, or use the formula containers. Um, because you get a lot of those and she didn't want to use them because they're dairy and her other baby has, they have dairy in them and her other baby has a, a lactose problem and she was nervous that even if she cleaned it, it wouldn't be clean enough. And so she decided to use the packages from the sugar and um, she used the packages from the sugar and she, she, hang on, she, uh, I am just going to look for one thing. Hang on. She used the packages from the sugar and she uh, was able to cut down on a lot of her clutter because all the like open packages just went into the plastic containers. And I said to her, like, if you're having trouble finding you know, if you don't, if you need them faster, why don't you just ask your friends for some? Because I bet you there's a lot of people, even in your building, who use these same containers and don't need them after they're done and would be happy to give you some. Just put a posting on the listserv in your area. And she's like, well, I don't feel comfortable asking people for things. And this is something that we have to get over. 
We have to get over our fear of asking our friends for help, asking our neighbors for help, asking for the things that we need so that we don't have to go out and buy new stuff all the time. It's a very simple thing. Hey, neighbor, can you, and she knows her neighbors, do you use this kind of package? Yes. Well, can I have that next time you discard it? And I guarantee you the neighbor would be happy to do it. I save jars for my friends all the time when I know that they're looking because I buy jars a lot and I'm happy to share. The point is, is that uh, so much of the time we can get what we need without spending any money if we just get a little bit creative. Now, I'm not saying that there's not a time and a place to spend the money and just get what we need when we need it. But if we have a little bit of time, why not? Why not? Excuse me. Why not ask for help? So to sum up for today, what I really want you to do is go ahead and spend 30 minutes for the next seven days running through your house, getting five items from each room out of your house. And then what I want you to do is think about what you actually need and what you actually don't need and find a way where you can get it secondhand without purchasing it. And if you can find a solution, I want us to change our mind and be more creative about the way we go about finding solutions so that we're not just finding solutions from buying, from shopping, but that we're finding solutions and really reusing and diminishing what goes to the landfill. Over the last few weeks, I've been reading a book called Garbology, and I highly, highly recommend it to all of you. In it, he talks about how how things go to the landfill, what happens to things when they go to the landfill. But he says that Americans, there's a conflicting um, number, but Americans in general produce between four and seven pounds of garbage a day. A day. We have got to change that because we are stewards of the earth. That is what the Jewish people were here for, to protect the earth. We cannot keep contributing to the problem. And yes, it's wonderful and great that we are getting decluttered, and I'm thrilled that we are, but we have to think about the future, not just for ourselves in terms of our organization, because yes, purchasing and reducing your clutter, um, your waste really does help keep you organized, but for our future, for our children, we must, 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 must think about how we buy, how we teach our children just to buy all the time. It's not okay, and it's not a sustainable market, okay? It's not sustainable for us to, to keep on going like this. I want to tell you that I got a call from Hindi, who is 12 years old, and she told me that her mom was inspired by listening to my uh, weekly um, episodes, and... She, cleaned, she organized the whole house, and the kids had a snow day last week. Candy had a snow day last week. And she and her sister cleared out their room, and they got out 12 garbage bags of stuff. And now that they feel like their rooms are bigger and nicer, and they can find all of their things. And Hindi, if you're hearing this, your phone call totally made me smile, made my day. I was so happy to hear it. And I'm so glad that you feel like your space is bigger and more enjoyable. And ladies, this is the point of being organized. This is the point of having less things. When we have less, we have more. 
And I cannot express this to you in any other way. I don't even have any other words to tell you this except for that it is amazing. The feeling, the freedom you have when you have less things. I said this the other day, and I, I don't think I said it here, but I made Aliyah with my three kids and my husband, and I took 15 bags with me, okay? And that was the best time of my life. I didn't know where we were going to live. We didn't have a home. <laughs> we didn't have like anything set up. We had no cars, no home. We, we just had a place where we could land to, and, but we didn't have like any long-term situation solutions. And that was the best three weeks of my life. And I almost said to my husband, I don't, I did say to my husband actually, I don't care if our lift comes. I don't care if everything falls into the yam because you know what? I don't need any of that stuff. I would just be happy collecting the insurance money and starting again and by just having what I really need. There was only about 10 items in my lift that I would have been really, really sad if something happened to. And that was my paintings and my wedding album. And that's it. Everything else is totally replaceable. And I don't feel attached to any of the stuff that I have. And I want that feeling for you. I want you to feel free in your homes. I want you to feel like your house can breathe. I don't want you to walk into your home and sigh anymore. So do this mini challenge. Call me and leave me a voicemail and tell me how many items you got rid of and um, how you feel. All right, ladies, I want you to remember Hashem keeps me organized always. Don't ever forget that. And if you have any questions about doing the mini challenge, please feel free to send me an email. Rebecca, R-E-B-E-K-A-H at balaganbegone.com. That's B-A-L-A-G-A-N-B-E-G-O-N-E. Let me know how it goes and no excuses. Five items, each room, every day, should take you less than 30 minutes. Yalla, go. Good luck. And I look forward to hearing from all of you.